0: talk about some shit hello everybody and welcome to talking shit a podcast where we talk some shit uh i'm here with my regular co-host joe hi joe hey bro how have you been i am amazing as always we have just finished watching Prisoners. We have indeed just finished watching Prisoners, which is the film we're going to be talking about this week, because my God, if any film deserves to have an entire episode revolved just around it, it is this film. Am I right? It's very good. <laughs> it's so good. So this is probably the freshest the the freshest we're ever going to be on a film that we talk about here, because... No word of a lie, we literally finished watching it, uh, what, maybe 15 minutes ago? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, all these thoughts that are coming straight off the dome, they are coming literally straight off the dome because... uh, Shoe style, baby. Yeah, literally, because I didn't even... I've only made notes because we... uh, This is a longer film and we've been very busy this week, so we actually had to split it up into... We both watched the first half separately. Uh, and then we got to about the same place. So today we thought, well, we've both got to finish it anyway. So let's just watch so, it together. So busy.
1: Our, our lives are so important.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Britain going into a second lockdown. Just, oof. I mean, if anything, that does actually make both of us busier. But either way, <laughs> um, I know it's so weird how that works out. But, uh, yeah, so just before we get into the main, the main dish of uh, the, the today's part, the, the main course, if you will. Uh, do you have anything that you want to say to the listeners?
1: Right. I apologise <laughs> for not liking as much Guardians Volume 2. Yep. Because now it is probably in my top five
0: Hell yeah. Marvel films. Hell um,
1: yeah. Yeah. We, re- we re-watched it. Yes, we did. And it's... I don't know why I didn't... To be honest, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't like it before, because I think what I said last time... Is I didn't like ego, yep. the main villain. Yep. And I guess I didn't like Mantis. Yeah, you didn't and, like Mantis. <laughs> and maybe I don't even—I I don't even know. I just had a bit of a... it a wasn't a that memorable, I guess. Yeah. But um Your opinion yeah, has changed. M- m- my opinion has changed. It's it's it, it wrest it's it it chucks you about. Yes. Like one minute. One minute you're laughing, one minute.
0: You're crying, crying. literally. I, I remember. I remember telling you I was like I was trying not to cry at several moments. I teared up every <laughs> as every time I watched that film, I teared up. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I was. <laughs> but the fact that yeah, you liked I, you it know, was enough uh, for uh, me. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> you're you're much more manly than me, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, for those of you who uh, didn't listen to last week's episode, we ranked all the Marvel movies. Uh, it was a really fun time. I really highly recommend you listen to it. It was. It was great. Um, And, yeah, there was just Guardians 2 hate going around, even though it's my favourite film of all time. like Not favourite Marvel film of all time. It's my favourite film of all time. So, uh, in the week when Joe was like, do you want to watch it? I was like, yes. And, uh, yeah, he was... uh, I remember at the end you were very annoyed at yourself because you were just there like, what did I say?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I was disappointed in past me. And... I, I don't even know. I guess because I watched it, I think I've only ever watched it in the cinemas. Yes, yeah. And that's the only time, I guess. I um, do remember I just saying. I forgot about
0: it. Yeah, I so. do remember saying to you as well because you went to go see it with two of our friends, Chris, who was on this podcast last week, and uh, Brad, who will be on this podcast at some point if we can ever pin him down and get him to record. Mm, wrestle with him. Exactly. <laughs> it's just an excuse to wrestle with him. Um, but no, uh, and uh, Chris hadn't even seen the first Guardians going into it, so you couldn't have had a more casual, not paying attention experience, I'd say. I think that's fair, isn't it? Um, yeah. I, I, well, yeah. I'm I'm someone who
1: I, I will... Th- I won't talk a lot in the film, but mm. I'll, you know, if I, <laughs> you will, I will whisper will, funny things. <laughs> I will just try and joke about a bit because I just see
0: something and I think it's funny. <laughs> I'm I'm fully against talking in the cinema, but I'm not against if you if you can whisper in in your friend's ear that's next to you. I'm okay with that as long as I don't hear it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do. I,
1: yeah, I always yeah. like to think that I I don't go overboard. Yeah. Like. You know, I'll kind of I'll get I get in and get out and then return to the movie.
0: Are we talking about cinemas or sex? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So, um, yeah, I remember we went to go see The Dark Knight together. Uh, as soon as cinemas reopened, we were like, Dark Knight? Great, let's go see. And I, I think that was actually the first time we've been to see a film together, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really think it was, yeah, which is weird how that's worked out. But yeah, to be honest, I, I was laughing a lot. Just because of what you said. But then I <laughs> but then I have to be careful not to laugh too hard. Yeah. There was actually uh we went to go see uh you remember when we went to see New Mutants? Yeah, I was just about to say And there it, was like yeah. one other person in there, so we all just outright because that film is I don't care what you've heard <clears> about <throat> New Mutants, guys. It's fucking hilarious. Like it's 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 not even so bad that it's good. It's so mediocre that it's hilarious. Like
1: yeah, <laughs> I, I will reiterate what I said when we were walking out. <laughs> that that is the only film I've ever like watched at the at like in the cinema. And mm. at the end, I actually genuinely laughed at the <laughs> at the title. Like <laughs> the title came up at the end, and I just laughed.
0: I, remember, I was with so... you, man. I was bad of an ending I've, I've done that for quite a few films uh, like and it's always ones that people find really good I think I laughed at the end of like it was one of the X-Men films ironically enough uh, that people <laughs> thought was really good it might have been like um, what oh. was it I think it was it might have been uh, Days of Future Past or something um, not that that's really. a bad film, just the ending just really made me laugh. Um, mm. but yeah, no, I do remember that because the ending is just really mediocre, and I remember like leaning into you and being like, "Is is that it?" And then the title card came up, and we burst out laughing.
1: Yeah, it kind of tries to be kind somewhat deep with yeah. the there's like bears. the metaphor of th- yeah bears, bears, man.
0: In everybody's soul, there's two bears. One's a bear, but one's a slightly bigger bear, and oh. Bears. <laughs> Full stop. And literally, that that should be the, like, IMDb uh, plot <laughs> synopsis for for New Mutants. Just bears. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, anyway, uh, we are getting massively off track, but that's fine. So, what we're actually here to talk about today, uh, as we said before, is Prisoners, which is a Denise Villeneuve film. And if you do not know who Denise Villeneuve is, I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. I apologize. Um... Go find out, cause my God, this guy makes good movies. Whew. Um, I pulled up his uh, IMDb just uh, to remind myself, even though I should know all these off off by heart. But um, I mean, he's done Arrival, he's done Blade Runner twenty forty nine, he's doing June. Uh, that yeah. new who makes the book?
1: Frank Herbert wrote the, the book. W- that's wrote the one.
0: The really <laughs> he, good. He, I don't like reading. He did, uh, he did Sicario. He's obviously done Prisoners in the same fucking year. He did Enemy. This guy makes really good films, guys. Just Enemy kind of
1: still annoys me, but
0: I understand why it would annoy you, but I love it personally. Uh, it, uh it's good, but yeah, yeah, it's great. Enemy. Right. Enemy... <laughs> If you really like artsy film, like confusing artsy films where you're not, you really have to figure out what's going on. Like, I'm not talking like an Inception where it's like, oh, what's going on right now? It's like, no, it's like the entire film. You're like, why are we? Why is this scene happening? Why is he doing that facial expression? Like, you have to pay attention a lot. So I can understand why a lot of casual people wouldn't want to do that. And I'm not shaming you at all because it is exhausting. But my god, enemies, fantastic.
1: Oh, I, I, I am. Uh... I am solid in my view. I
0: will
1: <laughs> I know. Not be wavered. I can am like, not saying it's Guardians. bad. <laughs> I'm not saying like it's not bad, but mm. it just veers a bit too much into yeah. the artsy. Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. It's not your. Yeah. It's not your kind I'm of cool film at all, is it? Uh,
1: mm, no, because even the fact that you're saying you know it's one of them artsy films, like yes, yeah. why uh, I don't know, like i just don't like it
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i can understand why um so what we're gonna do uh for everybody we're gonna do just a quick rundown of the plot for prisoners uh i'll talk about some of the behind the scenes stuff uh and then we'll do our non-spoiler thoughts uh because this really is a film that if you haven't seen it you should definitely see it not knowing anything like it's fantastic Mm don't spoil it for yourself uh and we'll let you know when we go into the spoiler section at the end uh the spoiler section is going to be the real meat of this episode because there's just so much to talk about uh but if you haven't seen the film stick around for like the first uh i don't know 20 minutes of this um i'll put timestamps below yeah just um we'll let you know when we start spoiling stuff so you can get out and watch it (laughs) and then come back and listen please uh so anyway prisoners uh what's it about joe non-spoilers obviously what's it about um it's
1: it's it's about Thanksgiving. Mainly <laughs> how on Thanksgiving. Yep. You shouldn't let your children go outside. Yes. Because they will get abducted.
0: Only on Thanksgiving though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the film starts on Thanksgiving. Yes. Um Hugh Jackman's daughter who is called Kella. Um,
0: no, he's called Kella. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, And his. Her. Her friend. The kids. Who they're they're visiting. um, The house at Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. Hugh Hugh Jackman uh, and his wife, who I forget the actress's name. I should really look it up. uh, They're family friends with, like, um, another family, uh, Terrence Howard and Viola Davis. uh, And they go over for Thanksgiving, and the two. Uh, they have uh, both of the families have two young daughters and they get abducted on Thanksgiving Yeah, <laughs> and then it's this big kind of uh, mystery of like uh, Jake Hall's a detective who's uh, been assigned to find them he's solved every case he's ever done and tensions rise as uh, Hugh Jackman kind of flips out and does some some things that would seem a bit questionable but bear in mind he his daughter's been kidnapped mental. he goes mental <laughs> that is the best way to describe it and shouts a lot <laughs> he shouts a lot and he has lip trembles a lot which, <clears throat> <laughs> which, <laughs> which we'll uh, get into so yeah so a bit of the behind the scenes on this so uh denise villeneuve worked with jake Hall obviously for enemy which uh, is a much smaller budget film than this so uh that that was even though it came out in the same year it was like finished really quickly so Jake Gyllenhaal has a completely different look in both films like um but uh because of enemy and the amazing performance he did in that he didn't even he just hired Jake Gyllenhaal without an audition uh he just went yeah you've got the part because Jake Gyllenhaal was like I'm interested he went yeah you're in <laughs> <laughs> uh which is uh one of another win for Jake Gyllenhaal in the classic Gyllenhaal versus Ryan Gosling feud it's a friendly feud yes, but so. they uh yeah they audition for a lot of the same roles uh, and you know, they. I feel like they're kind of the two greatest actors of our generation, in my opinion. Hmm. Too, too off. I,
1: I haven't watched a lot of Jake Gyllenhaal. I mean, he's Brian Gosling oh, you mean at Gosling. all. He's he's in some really good stuff. the The last thing I probably watched from him is The Big Short.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I really it's, want to watch it.
1: Yeah, it's. It, I like it. It's it looks really funny. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've watched it a couple of times now but apart from that I can't even think.
0: I've just seen the uh, I've seen like the scene on Netflix it was trying to advertise it to me where like he's like saying that um are you sure you've done like the maths right? They're in like a board meeting and they're like Ryan Gosling, oh, yeah. are you sure you've done the maths right? He's trying to pitch something <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, we have an Asian guy doing the maths." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't speak a word of English and then the Asian guy yeah. turns to the camera like I'm actually from, like, Wisconsin. Uh, <laughs> he's like, he just doesn't want me to talk because it makes me yeah, seem yeah. smarter. It's, it's
1: Brad Pitt and Steve Carell as well, isn't it? I think. Is or, it? I think.
0: Isn't Christian Bale in it? Yeah. You lo-
1: you're looking at the yeah. Cast. yeah. There's, there's a bunch.
0: Mm. Oh, either way, I want to watch that. He's also, he's done Blade Runner 2049, which, even though I don't like that film very much, he does do a good performance in it. I mean, it's very subtle, but he is an android, so it's like, you know. Yeah. Uh, He's meant to be. Uh, he's in Drive, which is an incredible film that not enough people have seen. It's amazing. Um, only God It'll- Forgives, which is okay. He does a great performance. It's just the film is only okay, in my opinion, at least. People are going to argue about it for years. Um, I was
1: I was, was going to say, what film are we talking about? But I just saw that Selena Gomez is in The Big Short.
0: Is she? Yeah. Does she have lupus So I'll just say that, that. time or not?
1: Uh, I don't know. Okay. Cool. Uh- <laughs> but let's, let's get back to prisoners. Let's get back to
0: prisoners, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get to my notes and I keep knocking the microphone. Um, so the original cut of this film was uh, three hours long, which, yeah. I When That's I read long. this, yeah, I was kind of thinking, maybe it would have been <clears throat> even better with three hours. I'm not saying it's bad because it got stuff cut out. Like, it works. It's very cohesive. It works very well. But I do feel like the you might have maybe more time to flesh out the ending specifically with more of time.
1: Mm, I I personally think it's fine.
0: I think oh, I think it's fine. Yeah, maybe
1: if it's longer, it it could just get messier. Maybe and with all these
0: somewhat I
1: mean, somewhat interconnected stories.
0: Mm. It, I mean, it, yeah, you I know, know, it's still Denis Villeneuve. Like, I'd trust him to do a three-hour cut. Like, you know, hashtag release yeah. the v- Villeneuve cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Um. So. Uh. So here's some more interesting stuff about. Uh. Like. The production of this film before uh, Villeneuve got the uh, got the, you know the being the director for it, it was actually written way back uh, in like 2009, where it was put on the blacklist, which is like a list of uh, it's a list of screenplays that like um, Hollywood chooses every single year that have been made like that haven't been made yet, uh, but they think they're really good and they just put them on a blacklist that like you know a bunch of studios can look at and say oh that's kind of cool and then make it. And then in 2010, a version was going to be made by uh, the awful human being Brian Singer, who uh, did most of the X Men films, but you know, turned out to be, yeah, the worst. Um, <laughs> and it was going to be uh, Mark Wahlberg and Christian Bale in that version. Um, so I'm I'm assuming Wahlberg would have been about... Keller, the Hugh Jackman role. Yeah,
1: because you would think Christian Bale.
0: Yeah, because Christian Bale would have. Christian Bale wouldn't have been right for the everyman. Like He definitely would have been good as a, you know, kind of the detective role. Yeah, uh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I can but, see
1: Christian Bale, not Mark Wahlberg.
0: But, yeah, you know, Mark Wahlberg would, yeah. Who is um, Mark
1: Wahlberg? Like, Does anyone respect him as an actor? I don't. Got, got I don't mass- personally. He
0: wakes up at four. No, what does he do? He wakes up at like half two in the morning to pray. Then he eats, then he works out. Uh, and then he goes to bed at like seven, seven in the evening.
1: Uh, pray, much like uh, Hugh Jackman's character. So
0: he would have been perfect. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio was also uh, in... Uh, he was attached to the project for a while. It's, I couldn't really find too much out about it, but I'm assuming he would have been... Leonardo DiCaprio... He would have had to have been the detective, right? Surely? I don't know. He could know, play an everyman, but who
1: knows? I can't see it. I can't see it.
0: Yeah, and then also Hugh Jackman uh, was... A, w- Jesus, fireworks are going off. Sorry, people. If you hear me jump every now and then, it's because it's bonfire night and people are going (laughs) crazy. Um, So, yeah, and then uh, Hugh Jackman also got the role of Keller in a different version that was going to be made by a different director, but that fell through. But then he still got the part when Villeneuve finally picked it up. Uh, And that's all the trivia I could be bothered to look up. (laughs)
1: Trivia time.
0: Trivia. Um, So, yeah, I guess we'll get into our non-spoiler review of the film then. Uh, yeah. it's great. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, yeah. non spoilers. Mm.
0: It's very hard to talk about this film with non spoilers because it's very hard to explain why it's so powerful. Uh, without getting into it, but uh, we'll do our best. Um, I'd say. I was just gonna say, it.
1: It. I mean, without giving details away, you can say, you know, it builds very well. Like, mm. uh, especially uh, Hugh Jackman's character. Yes. Um his his rage inside mm. of him, but it's, ha- it's handled very, very well. Yeah, and
0: it's a very yeah. like um, it's a very believable transition that he goes through. From they set up the, I'll talk about the opening. They set up his character really well. Where like there's this amazing, gorgeous opening shot where Hugh Jackman and his son, played by the kid from Thirteen Reasons Why, <laughs> um, <laughs> they uh, they're they're like hunting a deer. And it's this really still like shot where it moves through the woods, and like he's um, he's doing the Lord's prayer, which he repeats a lot throughout the film, and it's just a really good setup of how his faith plays into his how like he snaps because it's this idea of like throughout the film he gets more desperate to get his daughter back, and he goes to more and more crazy lengths to do it, Uh, and he always goes back to like Lord's prayer and about forgiveness because. He he's he's this person who... The character's, like, he's set up as somebody who's always prepared. He's, like, been raised to be prepared for the worst situations. And uh, so for this situation, he's... Even though, obviously, you know, he wasn't specifically prepared for <laughs> his kid being kidnapped. Like, he was prepared mentally to be able to do whatever it takes. And I think it's a really interesting yeah. build of how it comes across.
1: He's mm. kind of... He will do whatever it takes, but mm. the journey there um kind of destroys him. Oh definitely, and, yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's not a happy fellow.
0: <laughs> and then on the other side of that, uh Jake Gyllenhaal. My God, what a performance. What a performance. Jake Gyllenhaal is great. He's fantastic. Like, he can't pull off a beanie. I didn't I did make a note of that. Every scene no, where he yeah. wears a beanie, I'm like, put it away, Jake. You got, <laughs> you got a gorgeous I, head of hair. Yeah.
1: I also can't get over his um like I don't know if he has Tourette's or something, but he's <laughs> yeah. he's like dude, 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 he's he's blinking all the time.
0: That was Jake Gyllenhaal's own input. He wanted his character to be like twitchy.
1: Yeah. Okay. Like on edge all the time. Yeah. 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 Because
0: yeah. the the idea of his character is that like they set him up where it's on Thanksgiving night and he's at, like a Chinese restaurant, uh, just at, like yeah. a at some truck stop or whatever, and he's by out. himself. Yeah. Yeah. Because the idea is that. Even though we don't get his backstory, I did look it up. Where like, yeah. he was he was like raised at like an orphanage. He never knew his parents and stuff like that. Right, and that, that's the the idea is that he has no emotional attachment, and that's what makes him such a good detective. But it yeah. also shows that like he's not a satisfied person inside.
1: Mm. I mean, very early on in the film, um, well, even from him being alone on Thanksgiving in that restaurant, mm. um, you know, he's he's portrayed as this. Unstoppable detective. Yes. He's he's never lost a case. He's always yeah, solved they may, it.
0: Yeah, they may and, mention of that.
1: Yeah, and um, I guess you can imagine, you know, as the cases go on and you solve more and more, the pressure gets more and more. Mm. And yeah, yeah, you know, he's he's always got to live up to that. So, and he's probably, you know, he's he's getting further and further away from any kind of emotional attachment he's gonna have with anyone. yeah yeah of course and that's yeah. why he's alone there, on thanksgiving yeah
0: there's and there's like a there's a lot of scenes throughout the film where like you know people around him are just losing it like freaking out like where you know where are the kids where are the kids and he's he stays don't get me wrong he's like you know he's angry at every t- every time he you know say like you know he goes and knocks on doors and thinks he has found the you know thinks he's found a clue and it ends up being nothing. He's annoyed. He's you know he's not a robot, <laughs> but yeah. um, but he's not like you know worried about. He's not so much worried about the girl's safety in terms of, um, you know making sure that he does everything he can in the eyes of the parents. He's very much like I'm going to stick to the system, but mm. I'm going to do this. Like I'm, he's like I'm not going to be. You know this isn't going to be the first case that I don't solve. He's like I'm yeah. going to save those girls.
1: Think thinking about it. Obviously, he, as you say, he does actually care. Yes. But I'm just thinking: is are the only places he freaks out in the professional setting of the police station? Mm. I'm just
0: yeah. He I'm never lets, wondering. yeah. He never lets civilians kind of see see him like flip. Yeah. Like, we like don't. We he, don't.
1: Well, he he talks he t- he talks back to his boss and yes, yeah, you know that, which is like. It's not a bad thing. Like it's understandable between them. Yeah,
0: they like, have like a mutual respect where they'll call each other out on their shit.
1: Yeah, but but yeah, I was I'm just I'm just thinking. Did he ever like flip out with Hugh Jackman or any of the other characters? I don't. I don't think he did.
0: So. I don't think he, I don't think he does. No, I think every any kind of deep emotional kind of stuff that happens to him, he does it uh, either in a professional setting where like you know he knows that he won't be judged or. Like, he, he does it subtly yeah. alone. Like, you can see it playing on his mind, hence, like, all the twitching mm. and stuff.
1: Basically, anything to do with um his his job and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's kind of flips out.
0: So, those two performances just throughout are incredible, and everyone else... It, obviously, the film is about those two, but everyone else yeah. is fantastic in this. Paul Dano does... Well, he plays a Paul Dano role, you know, he's very like <laughs> he's very mentally unstable and like he does such a good job of making you feel like he he's like the first suspect. um I don't want to get I don't want to say something that might say spoil it. But he's like the first suspected person who could be linked to the girl's disappearance, but they they have a really hard time getting stuff out of him because he has the iQ of like a ten year old yep. Uh, and he just does this really good job like he does such a good job of making you believe that this guy could be a child kidnapper but also like is innocent at the same time like he flips back and forth so much that like it's a really interesting like it really like plays on your mind throughout the entire film like is this guy innocent is this guy just crazy is this you know what I mean like had Dazzy had something to do with it Yeah. and it's great and we should also point out um, this film is shot beautifully like Yes. Every frame is just incredible. Like we we were kind of talking about towards the end, so obviously we won't say the situation, but there's just there's just the 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 final few shots of this film. They're Mm. just they perfectly match the emotion that the end of the film is going for. Yeah. And they just really you just feel like you're a part of this story. Like it just draws you in so much.
1: It is very depressing all the way through. Yeah. It's it's very dark and. Mm. Um, drab, just just like the weather seems to be all the way yeah, all yeah, the way yeah.
0: through. Mm. <laughs> well, when they get kidnapped, it's like raining, which is you know kind yeah, of they very. Never,
1: they never have a good any good weather in this place. Where yeah, yeah, are.
0: it like snows on and off as well, which like hinders crime scene. Like you know, like uh, they're like oh, digging yeah. in gardens and stuff trying to find evidence, and because it snows so much, it's like really hard to get evidence, which just puts even more pressure on uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's character and Hugh Jackman. Uh, this is just... It's just an incredible film. Like like Joe says, you know, this isn't a good, fun, happy time. Like, you really have to be in the right mood for this, but... And I know that's hard nowadays, because, you know... And, you know, second lockdown, yay! Like, you know, you probably don't want to watch a depressing film about... Depression. Yeah, kids being kidnapped. But I will say... I will say the resolution at the end, like... W- what happens at the end... It feels very... How do I say this without spoiling anything? Like, the resolution, everything makes sense. This isn't going to be... This is a very confusing film. You have to be paying attention, like, to all the little clues. Um, But at the end, you won't be unsatisfied with, like, how the story comes together. Like, I won't say what happens, but how it all comes together and, like, how everything makes sense... Like I mean this is our both both of our second watches and we kind of found out as we'll talk about it spoilers you found out specifically I got to give you the credit you realized yeah. a bunch of connections that we didn't even realize the first time and it just made the film yeah even better like it, oh it's crazy I don't know how we didn't realize the first time like yeah but this is just a film where you're rewarded for paying attention it's not like one of those you know like crime dramas where things are just thrown in there to like shock you and do this stuff and they don't really make sense at the end like everything ties together without being so obvious that you you get it like you will you will flip back and forth between like oh I know what's got I have no clue what's going on I'm so excited what's gonna happen oh my god I can't believe you know what I mean like it really is a back and forth of like just craziness like it's so good
1: yes sir so yeah, do we want to uh, move on to the spoilers now? Yeah,
0: I think we should just uh, just give it a quick kind of rating, like uh, each of yep. us. I'll say, um, if I was going to be boring and put a number to it, uh, for me this is definitely like a, a nine out of ten. I yeah. I don't I don't want to give it a. Oh, I gave *Trial of Chicago* a seven a ten out of ten, didn't
1: I? Uh, yeah, I was going to say oh, is that shit. the film that I gave a nine.
0: Yeah, I uh, kind of <laughs> fucked up there because this is way. <laughs> Even though *Trial of Chicago* seven's good. This is why I didn't want to do you, numbers. You're just excited, man. You just, I was very yeah. excited. It was the first episode of a podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm going to revoke my 10 out of 10 for no. Trial of Chicago 7. <laughs> no. okay. I'm sorry. I'm already going back. Uh, so I would give Trial of Chicago 7 an 8 out of 10, and I would give this film like a 9.5 out of 10. It's fucking... I'm with you. Yeah. I shouldn't have given a perfect score. I was too excited.
1: I'd give... Ooh. I'll give it a nine.
0: I'll just say nine. Yeah, it's a it's a great film. Please, 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 if you haven't seen it, don't listen to this spoiler stuff now because you're really gonna be kicking <clears> yourself <throat> when you hear how awesome this film is, uh, and you haven't seen it. You know, and you know everything. Um, yeah. So yes, uh, I'm just gonna say again, we're going into spoilers now. Don't get mad if you kept listening because I'm being very clear. We are going to spoil Born. this Sound effects. Spoilers. Warning. Sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Three, two, one. I can't believe Hugh Jackman murdered Jake Gyllenhaal at the end. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That doesn't happen. But seriously, we're going to spoil it now. So fuck off. Okay. <laughs> I'm so nice to everybody. Right. Um... Let's talk about the actual spoilers. So, my God, what a twist! Oh my. Well, we're
1: starting at the end.
0: Yeah, Are we man. Going
1: from the end to the beginning.
0: Uh, we'll just we'll dart all over the place. There's so just much. Just jump to say. around. Just hop. Around. Jump around. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> um. So the aunt turns out to be the fucking kidnapper.
1: The aunt. The, oh my the god. Old aunt.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, like, so it turns <sighs> out that this this aunt character who isn't even really the aunt of Paul Dano because he's also a kidnapped victim. It turns out that. Oh, uh, Jesus, yeah. yeah, herself and her husband, uh, they uh, their kid died of cancer quite young, and so they got mad at the world and were like, <laughs> "God, how could you?" Um, and so, like, they start kidnapping children and just drugging them up so they can't remember how they got there, and then just yep. letting them like starve to death in a hole, <laughs> um, or get eaten by snakes. It's ambiguous. I think they kill them <laughs> in a lot of different ways. Yeah, your classic,
1: um, your classic small town with bad weather <laughs> in America, pretty much.
0: Yeah, with with child abductors and murderers. But yeah, so so like the idea is that at the start, uh, we're led to believe there's this RV that pulls up outside of the houses. It's all like it's a very wrecked RV, and mm-hmm. the kids go out for like to kick some ice on the ground, and the two older siblings. Uh, of both families go out with them and they the little kids climb on this RV and they're like fucking get off it and then the kids go missing after that and the idea is that the RV is the only connection they have and we have yes. this great scene where Jake Gyllenhaal like oh it's like they find the RV and Jake Gyllenhaal's there and a bunch of the police are like you know slowly approaching it and it the RV mm-hmm. just starts going crazy it's almost like it's trying to hit the cops but then it drives yeah. straight into like a tree and that's where Paul Dano gets arrested and, it, and mm-hmm. that's where Hugh Jackman's madness really kicks off because he gets released because they only have a 48 hour hold on him because uh, yeah. they realise he's so, you know, the IQ of a 10 year old he can't even answer questions so like, uh, but Hugh Jackman's fixated on this idea that like, well if he has the IQ of a 10 year old, how can he have a driver's licence which is a very good point, I want to know how he got that licence yeah, plot hole yeah, I really well, maybe he was just good at driving, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So then Hugh Jackman kidnaps Paul Dano and just tortures him because he's convinced he either kidnapped them or knows what happened to them. Yeah, and uh, those torture want, scenes are just
1: if if we can go back a bit. Yeah, sure. Um, when when they the two families initially realised that the their kids are gone, I actually I actually really like it when um like uh, to begin with they're like oh yeah it's fine you know mm, they're probably yeah. just outside and it and it's and it's that thing of just like building and building mm. until until uh it builds to hugh jackman and his son like they're running just in the rain where do they run man them. where do <laughs> they actually run
0: they run to where um his kid what's his kid's name ralph <laughs> Um, I'm just gonna call him Clay. Uh they yeah. run they run to where Clay uh remembers that the R V was parked. Yeah, yeah, yeah and once it's gone that's when Hugh Jackman calls the police and realizes that, you know,
1: they're fucked. Yeah. And and Hugh Jackman's actually kind of a bit of a, a bit of a dickhead to his son.
0: Yes, he is. He gets he kinda, more kinda, of a dickhead throughout.
1: Yeah, but I guess that's just testament to him becoming unhinged as mm.
0: fuck. Yeah, exactly. He goes crazy yeah because um yeah so i i'll go back to talking about the torture scenes because they are brutal um
1: that's one thing that like just stuck stuck with me from mm, whenever i last watched it
0: there's a point where viola davis's (laughs) character she's the wife of terence howard who Hugh Jackman has Terence Howard help him torture him at first. And Terence Howard's very yeah. conflicted. So he snaps and tells Viola Davis, who goes over. And she, like, she walks into the room and sees him. And by this point, they must have. They're like two days into torturing this guy. Because hmm. uh, I did point out that um, I made a note of, like,. You know, in the um, you know the bit where like he gets Terrence Howard over, and then we cut to something else, and then we cut back to them like hours later, still beating him up. They literally yeah. were in that house beating him up nonstop for eight entire hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how is he not dead?
1: Hmm. I I did kind of pick up um pick up on that a bit as well. Um, <clears throat> how I think every time it they took a step in kind of torturing him or beating him up, they didn't really show much. Yes. Um, of like the damage actually occurring, and mm. it kind of cuts. At one point, it cuts back to his his face, absolutely destroyed. <sighs> He's got like you, two you, swollen eyes. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> and you just you're just taken back. Like, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, they there. they held off on the face reveal for a thousand <laughs> subscribers. now uh, they held off on the face reveal for like when Violet Davis sees him because we kind yeah. of almost experienced the same thing as her where. It's almost as you know, like we're told it's almost as if we're just told, like she is, that he's being tortured because we only see yeah. the start of it. Oh my god. And then once we finally see how bad it is, we're like, holy fuck, like we're yeah. right with her.
1: Yeah, that's actually crazy. Like that that I think that shot's really good because mm. you know when um Viola Davis, her character like kneels down and like we're with we're behind her. But, yeah, yeah. But his face is, is hidden. It's hidden by the sink, isn't it? Which well, has Well, he's got been a bag dis- on his head, hasn't he? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even after she takes the bag off, it's oh, right. still hidden by the sink, which yes, is no, you're right, broken yeah. by um, Hugh Jackman freaking out. Hugh Jackman freaking out and like smashing a hammer into it and yeah, also yeah. smashing a hammer into the wall which was actually done like that that's just yeah, huge yeah, gentleman's yeah. power
0: i was i was gonna say like um for that take uh denise Villeneuve said like just go fucking crazy like they didn't give him any yeah. direction like smash the sink then smash the wall they just said go crazy yeah uh and that's it turned out great
1: <laughs> yeah oh it's really good
0: but yeah um Yeah, like, that. the torture and stuff is... They do a really clever and interesting thing where we don't know for sure that he's abducted the kids. Like, even all evidence points to the fact that he hasn't, actually. Like, there's no evidence in the RV. He's, like, brain dead inside, so it's like, how could he even... Um, Even though he drops hints, like, you know, when he says to Hugh Jackman, like, they didn't cry when... They didn't cry until I left. Like, that's purely just because... His aunt's fucking kidnapping them, and like he was, he's in the house, like, so you know, it's not even his fault. But, um, yeah, what I thought was really interesting and clever is they do this thing where, even though we're like, we're half thinking he's innocent, but we're also like, there's something about this guy that he must have something to do with it. They do yeah. a really interesting thing where, like, he strangles a dog, and like, yeah. Like, he takes his dog for a walk and strangles it. I've never been so cringed in my life, like, watching it, maybe with the snakes later, <laughs> um, as you could tell, because that's when we were watching it together, and I was like, fuck, fucking snakes. Mm-hmm. But when he lifts that dog up and, like, starts strangling it, you're like, I, I'm i like, then the next scene when he's beating him up, I'm like, yep, deserved. you fucking strangled a dog. Yeah. Like, it's as and- simple as, even though he's innocent at the end, you still root for Hugh Jackman because... He strangled a dog. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's very and, interesting.
1: Uh, and we we see him, you know, strangle this dog and take him out for a walk, mm. um, because Hugh Jackman is, um, like trying to trying to stalk him basically because he's he's been released from custody. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my 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 ad. Mm-hmm. He decides he decides to stake out a house. Yeah. In a pickup truck. <laughs> That has his name on every side <laughs> of the pickup truck. I totally Can I just say that? that. Like, <laughs> that's so dumb.
0: I literally didn't realise until you just said
1: it. It's like saying, "Hey, I'm i Ke- I'm I'm Hugh Jackman. I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at you." I mean, admittedly, he's he, he, this guy's got the IQ of a ten-year-old.
0: But he, but his arm doesn't.
1: Yeah, exactly. Imagine yeah. anyone else. There are people in this town. Yeah.
0: What there? if? What if Jake Gyllenhaal decided to go and actually like survey the house, even though they told him it was already being surveyed? What if he just showed up? <laughs> it's also a good point of like he drives that everywhere. So when he's torturing him in the house, he leaves his car outside. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> which has his name all over it. That's a really good point. Hmm. Oh my god. But and either way, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, what I was, what I was, bef- you know, before we say about the pick pickup truck. I was mm. I was getting to um the reason Hugh Jackman um abducted him is because in in the parking lot. Yeah yeah or, I God, am that. I American? Am I American <laughs> the parking in the,
0: lot in the car
1: in the car park, bro. In the
0: car park <laughs> I eat.
1: Um <laughs> that's British. Um Hugh Jackman decided to confront uh Alex Jones, the te- That's his name. Yeah Paul Dano kiddo um <laughs> when, when he was getting released and when he uh, kind of tried to beat him up and rough him up, he whispered... He, what, what did he whisper? He, he says, they didn't cry him,
0: until I left.
1: Yeah, they didn't cry until I left them, yeah. And the police and then, don't
0: believe him. Like, J.J. Hall's like, did anyone else fucking hear him say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And then also when, after he he strangles the dog with the, the collar, Hugh Jackman gets out the his pickup truck. Yeah, yeah. He, he hears this song that the the girls oh, were singing yeah. on Thanksgiving Day. So that uh, they're
0: like Christmas like jingle bells Batman, Batman... smells Robin laying the yeah yeah that, that classic what? right just real quick <laughs> what is the Robin laying the egg just meant to be that it's the bird that would lay an egg because I'm yeah. just picturing Robin in his shorts just shitting out an egg. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just squeezing a fat one
0: out. I guess it's a superpower. You don't get to be caught robbing without shitting out some eggs. True. But yeah... um... That's canon. (laughs) DC, get on it. Origin comic, please. (laughs) No, no. So, I guess we should talk about... um... Let's talk about the thing that you realised. The the thing that finally made everything connect for us. Mm, mm,
1: mm, mm. Ooh. I mean, we, we should we say we don't really need need that part. No, it is cool.
0: Like, well, I mean, both of us didn't realize the first time, and the film still worked for us. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, so early on in the film, Jake Gyllenhaal is like, I'm gonna search. You know, I'm gonna go around, knock on the doors of like the sex offenders that are like in the local area, and he finds yeah. like a guy that's got German porn in like his uh <laughs> in like his drawers yeah, or whatever, yeah, and he yeah. just dumps it out everywhere. And then we finally get to a church, and I was like, "Oh god!"
1: <laughs> they're, they're playing on the stereotype, admittedly.
0: <laughs> well, a, a lot of this film is actually a criticism of religion. To be fair, like we'll we'll talk about it more towards the end. But like he um he goes to uh, he goes to this uh, preacher's house who's like just passed out drunk on the floor, and he finds like I don't know what the proper word for I guess it would just be a basement, but it's it's kind of yeah. like a crawl space, but it's huge. Uh, and yep. he finds a dead body down there with, like, this uh, pendant around his neck that's like an unsolvable maze, which is a yeah. through line throughout the film. And basically we find out that that was a guy who came to the, the the preacher saying that, like, he would he would abduct and kill kids and he just wanted to die. So presumably mm-hmm. the preacher was like, all right, fine, because, you know, you've, you've prayed, so I guess that means you're allowed to escape justice and just kill yourself. Okay, yeah, that's
1: that's how religion works.
0: Fucking hell! But uh, <laughs> so then, so then he just rots in that basement, and uh, yeah. Um, so then, later on in the film, what happens, Joe?
1: Later on, you mean at the very end?
0: I mean, I'm talking about when he, when well, it all comes together, when he picks up the picture of the husband. Right. When you yeah.
1: realised. Well, yeah. Hugh, Hugh Jackman g- goes into um, the aunt's house after realising. You know, his his daughter's gonna be in there somewhere, mm. and he he picks up the the picture.
0: Oh, it's Jake Gyllenhaal who does that. This is afterwards.
1: Oh yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And by well, um, this point,
0: Hugh Jackman's stuck in the hole.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and he he sees this um pendant and necklace on on this very much alive in the picture. <laughs> um, it's her husband, guy, isn't it? Who is yeah her, her husband.
0: And um, earlier in the film, we should point out that they, she says that her husband like left, like he just ran off. And this is before yeah. we know that she's a child abductor. So obviously, yeah. we just think, oh, the husband left because the kid died or whatever.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And,
0: and then you pointed out
1: that that that's the guy who was in the basement because he, he had it's the same pendant. pendant. <laughs> it was way I know, you... I know. It's it's very hard to believe. I know it's a, <laughs> you know it's, it's a stretch. I yeah. I'm clever. I'm pretty clever. What? He's pretty say? clever,
0: guys. <laughs> bro the fact you paused it and i was like why is he fucking pausing it right now we're like this is the climax and then you were like bro and i was like what bro. and then you were yeah. like bro that's the dead guy in the basement and i was yeah. like oh shit hmm. like everything finally connected i was like cuz i just thought maybe there was like a, a, a cuz there's like there's a there's a character who he's I don't know the actor's name, but he's like, he's in The Dark Knight. He's like one of the Joker's followers who turns out to be like an aspiring child abductor who like, I think he was kidnapped actually by the aunt character, but he managed to get away, but he was drugged. So he didn't remember what happened. And he grew up like then kind of obsessing over this book about Mm -hmm. child abductors. And that's where the pendant's from.
1: Yeah. Well, at the time it would have been, it would have been both of them, wouldn't it? It would have been the husband and the aunt.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! But he manages that, to get that, away from both of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, he, he gets away from both of them. And, yeah, yeah. You know he's 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 damaged and he's you know maybe uh, maybe a paedophile. Well, yeah, he know, becomes he's... like a.
0: They think he's the prime suspect, but then they find out that he just yeah, like
1: we, we get thrown for. Yeah, for he
0: just kind of fakes it. Like he he gets child mannequins and like pretends to pretends they're kids that have been abducted. And like smashes well, yeah. their faces in, and that that makes sense with the snakes as well, because we find out that the reason uh, one of the, well one mm. of the reasons that Paul <clears> down is so messed up, other than you know being drugged by the aunt for years, is that like the uh, the aunt character like her husband had like uh, kept snakes, which always freaked him out, and one like it's ambiguous, but it's you know one probably like bit him or something, and uh, like it really fucked yeah. him up like mentally, yeah, along with yeah, the drugs. Yeah. And um, yeah,
1: and and this this. This guy Cop- with the copycat with the, guy, yeah, yeah, copycat. He, it's it's like a fantasy to him, isn't it? Cause mm, that's why he has he, the snakes, he, yeah. Yeah, he he wants to be them, and he, he you, know, he had this. He had the Invisible Man book, didn't he? And yeah, that's he, yeah, yeah, the book that like, inspired them. Yeah, yeah. I guess he's like, oh, this must be them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But he can't remember because he got drugged. And, yeah,
0: you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course.
1: So. Yeah, he kind of, I guess he wants to... They find,
0: like, because they think he's the killer because the parents, identif- like, positively identify pieces of clothing covered in blood that belong to the kids. But what he did was he snuck into their houses, stole pieces of clothing and put them on mannequins that he then covered in pig's blood and buried. Because he's, mm. like, because he doesn't want to actually abduct kids because, you know, he was a victim of it, but he is also so fucked up that he wants to, like, yeah, you know, kind of imitate it. I feel like that, you
1: know, if if you could, if you could take anything and be like, ah, come on, guys, maybe that. Yeah. It's a bit.
0: It is a little bit of a stretch.
1: I'll give you that. Especially because apparently, I think in the end the aunt she brags about how you know they've done it so many times and you know gives the inkling that they're good at this. But (laughs) two people get
0: away. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, the um, Terence Howard's daughter, Joy. Yeah, she Joy. Gets she gets away. Yeah, and and this like creepy dark random dark night like, creepy guy. <laughs> yeah, he gets and away. He, and, and he
0: still lives in the same town.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they also let Alex Alex Jones guy, Paul Dano Paul Dano's, Paul Dano's character mm. live. So are you really? What? Well, really so the like idea is that people?
0: we're never probably showing what I think Paul Dano because Paul Dano's character. Mm. We'll say Alex. Alex was the first victim they had. And so I think because it was after the loss of their son, they kept him for some reason. Like, they just took a liking to him. But then all the other kids, they just didn't and just killed. Mm. Um, But I mean, you know, she has snapped. So Mm. it's like, you know. yeah. And even though that copycat stuff is a little bit of a stretch, it's still, like, it doesn't detract from the film. It's just one of those things where you're like, you're like, oh, okay, that's one way of doing like a, a kind of a twisty you know kind of a all oh, you think it's but it's not and yeah, just yeah. like we said the performances and like the emotion of it all are so compelling that even though it's a bit of a stretch it still totally works for me
1: yeah and then another another link is that alex um 10iq guy mm. um he's he's the son of this woman that um hugh jackman went to or was Jake yeah jack Gyllenhaal. What? Um, oh yeah, no,
0: it was Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah, because cause he's investigating things and he saw this yes, similar yeah. case, um, 26 years ago.
0: And she's like, yeah, and it's the same thing that happened to my kid. Like, she's yeah, like, like,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, it's gotta be. Mm. Um, you know, how can she know? But you know, I guess that's something you just say. Yeah. But, yeah. Um.
0: Well, I mean, it's in the same town and it's yeah, similar yeah, yeah. circumstance. Like, you yeah. would think it's the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. And um, they get reunited at the end.
0: Yeah, yeah. We don't, like, see it. We just hear it, see it in, like, a newspaper headline. Yeah,
1: it shows on the the newspaper for, like, like a second.
0: Well, I guess it's because, like, if... Because you've got this thing at the end where Hugh Jackman is kind of tricked by the aunt character because he realises it's her, and he goes with, like, a big bag of, like, supplies with, like, ropes and stuff because, you know, he doesn't know where his daughter could be. He knows she's somewhere on the premise, but he doesn't know... On the premise? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But doesn't know where... So he goes with like a bag with like rope and all this stuff to poss- you know for any situation cuz he's prepared and he's got a gun in the bag we find out but he decides to be like oh i've come to fix like parts of your house or whatever and he goes over to the <laughs> sink and then says i don't want to hurt you and then she re- pulls a gun I'm like she's <laughs> yeah. been kidnapping kids for a long time you really didn't think to just immediately pull the gun or yeah. it was like you said you said why doesn't he just jump on him and start beating the shit out yeah, of him
1: can fucking beat the shit
0: out of her like he knows for sure that it's I- her hey, maybe he was hoping for something
1: else. I'm just saying, someone rocks up to your door as a handyman. Oh, like, hey, oh no, no. Hey, I heard you could t- no. do, the, do the little bit of a hand. On a... He's
0: too good of an actor for porn. Yeah. <laughs> do, do
1: you, you want to show me where your sink is broke?
0: This sink is very broken. You're going to have to climb in and look. Oh, no, I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm face palming right now fully. Sorry, uh, that's <laughs> just it's...
1: that's just my mind at work.
0: <laughs> it's been a
1: long week. Yeah, if only if only I could see Hugh Jackman railing that <laughs> old woman, man. <laughs> <laughs> an old woman who only, kidnapped
0: man. his daughter. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> now, that would have been a good ending. Uh, but, Denise that Villeneuve. would have been a twist. Look, look, Denise, I know you've made some very good films, but I have an idea for your Villeneuve <laughs> cut. I have a very, you know, we can do it with CGI if you need, if you can't get the actors back, you know. We'll make it happen. Yeah. You're wondering why this film didn't win an Oscar, that's why. Ah. <laughs> oh. Everyone at the Oscars went, oh, bloody hell! Why isn't yeah. that? I, I it's... thought it was leading for this.
1: Everyone was disappointed when yeah. like, it didn't happen. Like the, it, it was like the whole film was building to that point. Yeah, yeah. And When the film
0: ends, happen. everybody's like, seriously? There's no, <laughs> really? <laughs> Fucking hell! Come on, man! <laughs> Just Denise Villeneuve in like a boardroom, like, what do you, what? like, <laughs> what do you mean? Everybody shows the film. Well. I was expecting this but I guess it's okay. We'll put it out. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so he comes prepared with a gun and somehow she gets the better of him and he ends up uh, he ends up getting shot and like getting thrown in this hole that she has where she like lets the kids starve to death and shit like that or hides yeah. them if the police are coming searching the house. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and God, you've thrown me off with that thing. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, I guess I guess we can I guess we can kind of um, maybe wrap
1: up the main story, like because hmm. I, I feel like we've kind of been going somewhat in chronological order.
0: Somewhat, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, I mean, at, at the end, Jake Gyllenhaal, he. Well, um, it's he... kind of
0: an accident that he ends up at the house, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because because he. He finds where... Paul Dano is. Paul Dano, yeah, is, has been tortured. He he goes there to, you know, say he's he's in hospital or whatever, presumably. Yeah, to tell the and, aunt, like, what's going on. Yeah, he, he goes there. She um, hears that he's coming. So she tries decide, to kill the kid quickly. Yeah, and decides to start trying to kill the kid, I guess.
0: Hugh Jackman's daughter, this is.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and that's
0: when he sees the photo, and yeah, everything comes together for yeah, him. Yeah,
1: he he works his way through like through the house. A little bit too late,
0: Jake. But you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he he gets grazed by a bullet.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he gets and, shot in the head, but yeah, like it grazes him. Yeah, and while
1: you might you could think of that as kind of a bit. maybe but the the sequence that ensues after Mm. that with him driving like blood pouring down his face um you know swerving in between the cars and his vision like getting less and less and he's just pushed forward by you know this uh this this want to Solve the case, I guess, but yeah, also yeah. it's 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 kind of become more than that at this point because mm, yeah, he's, def- he's this is like, when
0: he's finally like he snaps and he's like he he lets down all the pretense. He's fully invested, like that. Actually, yeah,
1: actually, now that I think about it, that is a good that is a good point because yeah, he, yeah. he be, he's he's actually very emotional towards the girl at the end, at the definitely. End, isn't he? Yeah, he's like Anna, no, no, no. Um,
0: I and, think it becomes this point yeah. of we have the famous smashing of the keyboard scene. <laughs> that you'll see in all of the great greatest acting of all time compilations. Um, and that's when he, things are, like, finally come together with him. But also, um, it's like, before that, they basically just have to assume that he hasn't solved the case, that the kid, Hugh Jackman's kid, Anna, they have to assume that she's dead. And, um, and yeah, like, Jake Gyllenhaal, they're like, look, you don't solve all the cases. And I think that's when his character finally snaps and is... Because they're just saying, like, you know, this isn't your case anymore, like, you're done. And he still pursues it because at this point it's not even a case of, you know, he wants to keep that golden record, like all the pretences down. He's finally like, no, this isn't about the job. I don't care if my record shows that I didn't do this. I'm going to save this little girl because she's a little girl and like, it was, it's my responsibility. You know what I mean? I don't care Mm -hmm. if some file says it isn't my responsibility anymore. This is my responsibility. And that, that scene where he's driving her at the end. Yeah, you're right. Like he's, he's going out like he's, Blurred vision, like he's about to pass out from like blood loss and stuff. But he just—he's so like—he's—he cares so much that he just keeps going and he makes it to the hospital. Yeah. And we have this amazing thing where he's just running and screaming for help. Like there, there's none of that yeah. like tough exterior anymore. Like he's just completely dropped it and he's just—he's—he yeah. just wants to help the girl. It's—it's so—it's yeah. so, it's awesome. Like it's like his
1: natural um, you know, his natural instincts have come in. And mm. therefore, you know, a bit of emotion maybe.
0: Yeah, has, yeah. has
1: been brought back. I mean, you know, you, you could say we're reaching a bit here, but I know, mean, no, it's very. It's, you could um, definitely
0: interpret this. Like, I mean, that's yeah, why well, we are. Exactly, like, well, exactly. Yeah, you, you can interpret how you want. Because, yeah. like, like we said, even though it's not explored in the film, like his backstory of like growing up as an orphan and like that's why he's very emotionally detached, and that's what makes him such a good detective. Like. I just, I just think it's finally like him letting, finally letting his guard down and like caring yeah. about, like actually caring about the people in the case rather than just the case. Like, and it's, it's all, and that's ultimately what saves Hugh Jackman at the end as well, is because he's so persistent about caring about, you know, mm-hmm. this entire case that <clears throat> even though everyone's just giving up because it's snowing and they're like, we can't get through any of this, you know, we can't search the premises, like whatever. Yeah. He stays because he's just, even though Hugh Jackman, you know. Really fucked up his case quite a lot and was a huge problem for him. It's still, you know, it's still this guy who you know lost his kid, and he can kind of understand, and that's why at the end he stays and hears him calling out for help, and yeah, yeah, all comes together. And and this is
1: this is under what presumably under twenty four hours, yeah. um, Since he's been shot and he's he's out of the hospital, he's there at the crime scene. Everyone's packing up, and he kind of like looks around. You know, maybe he's, like, just thinking about the whole, like, you know, how crazy it is, whatever. And he hears hears whistling from underneath, like, this hole that um, Hugh Jackman was in. Which, Mm. it's not just a hole out in the open. Yeah, yeah, Um, it's like,
0: it's under a board that's underneath a car that's parked on top of it. Yeah, like like a broken down car. You can't Um, see it.
1: Presumably, you know, you think it's broken down.
0: Yeah, yeah, so you wouldn't even try to move it.
1: Yeah, and... Yeah.
0: And it's also, the whistle is a part of, like, the reason that the girls went out by on their own on Thanksgiving and end up getting kidnapped was because they were looking for their... It's a rape whistle. Let's not sugarcoat it. It's a rape <laughs> whistle. And uh, Hugh Jackman finds it in the hole. Like, that's where his daughter, when she was in there, she left it and it ends up saving mm. his life and it's just... Because yeah. it, it's another testament to, like, this idea that him always being prepared and, and, like, Jake Gyllenhaal's dedication all end up saving saving both of them, really. Like, Jake Hall yeah. always being dedicated ends in him finding the kid and saving her and Hugh Jackman always being prepared. He he like instilled that knowledge onto his kids, even his young daughter. So she left the whistle down there. Like, you know, like she had the whistle on it, and, but she was smart enough to leave it down there just in case, you know, either she got put down there yeah. again or, you know, like, and everything kind of pays off, even though these characters are very flawed. Like it just shows that the main things that they believe in do end up bringing about good, and I just think that's a really cool kind of message, like, you know yeah, you you can be kind of fucked up but if you have the right ideals instilled in you, and like you know, you can go wrong, but as long as you don't try and actively do bad things like, I, I'm rambling but yeah, like, it's just a really cool message like, you know, like, if you mm-hmm. have a good overall moral code you know, you, you're a really good person like, and it will ultimately bring about good things which yeah, is kind yeah, of cool
1: yeah. uh, Another thing you say is um, you know, the the whistle is almost the reason the girls got kidnapped, but at the end, the it's whistle yeah. is the reason he gets saved.
0: Yeah, it's, that's 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 yeah, that's actually yeah. a really nice kind of yeah.
1: It, it, it's a you know, it's a nice.
0: It's a nice little thought, thing. <laughs> or
1: you know, it yeah. comes full circle, I guess.
0: Which is kind of what I this whole, was cool. yeah, it's kind of what the whole film's about is everything coming together at the end, like everything comes back around to be relevant. Which Mm -hmm. I love because so many screenplays just fucking, I should say like films, but it is in the writing. So many films are written like, you know, and we put this in to shock the audience or do something without even thinking about how it plays into the plot. And it just never means anything in the end. Mm. And this is one of those few films where everything is relevant. Like there's no wasted time in this film. Like everything matters. It's important. And I, I really like that and respect that.
1: And yeah, it is. It is the best ending you could get, really. Not not really, but you know, it is. It is a good ending in the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. If a, you think it's... about it, but yeah. also, you you kind of don't get the full payoff because you, you don't. You don't. You know. You don't see him and his daughter like reunited. But you you know you can.
0: Well, you the can idea guess
1: that that they that they do but also yeah. he's going to go to jail as well which is well that's bit... the
0: thing i think i think the idea of it all is that he knows full well that he's going to have to it's this religion thing again where he has to pay for his sins like he knows that what he's doing is ultimately going to damn him like you know torturing yeah. but for him it's just about his daughter being safe and i think that's why we have this at the end where it's like because if it followed on from that it'd be quite unsatisfying to see hugh jackman actually have to go off to prison and stuff i like how it's yeah, left well yeah yeah Yeah, I like how it's left with, like, you know, everything's resolved that needs to be resolved. Like, Jake Gyllenhaal solves the entire case. Hugh Jackman's, like, you know, he doesn't die even though he's going to go to prison, but, like, everything he did in the end was worth it. Like, his daughter is safe, and now, you know, he knows he has to pay for his sins now, but everything he did was to save her, and she gets saved. So it's very... It's like I said before, I was trying to explain. It's very satisfying. Like, everything, everything works in the film. Like, everything comes together and actually means something relevant. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's great. So the last thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up is just, I did mention uh, the whole criticism of religion thing. And I think it's very, I think it's very interesting. Like, I don't want to look into this and like, you know, and I'm not by this whole criticism of religion thing. I'm not accusing Denise Villeneuve or the writer of being like, religion sucks. But I just think as a storyline, like as a thread throughout the whole film, the criticism of religion is very interesting because there's like this idea that Hugh Jackman's always saying the Lord's Prayer and is like, you know, forgive forgive us our trespasses and all this shit like, to try and justify what he's doing to the Alex character like the torturing, mm. and I find it very interesting, he says things like, he's not a person anymore because of what he's done yep. um, and like, you know, he's always trying to justify it and bring it back to religion, like, you know uh, you know, someone does wrong, they punish, you know, sin, you get punished but then mm-hmm. there is a point where he's doing the Lord's Prayer after he's been torturing him for ages and he's going crazy and he realizes the very next line is forgive those who trespass against us yeah and it's kind of this moment where like it's like it's explored a lot of like the hip the hypocritical nature of it like you know what I mean he's like this guy's sinned and but and like you know oh, ah yeah. like forgive mine but don't forgive his you know and Hugh Jackman kind mm-hmm. of sits there and it's very subtle but he kind of pauses on that line and you can tell by the look in his face he's like fuck me he's like I'm yeah. I'm not right like this isn't right yeah. he finally realizes that it's wrong what he's doing
1: mm. you yeah well before we probably wrap up mm. um you know Hugh Jackman's acting man oh so um, good. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal is already, I think he's more respected than Hugh Jackman in terms of acting, but, um, yeah, in terms of like more serious,
0: let's say like like Oscar worthy acting, let's say.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think
0: Jake Gyllenhaal's seen as more of an Oscar win, like, I don't think he has won an Oscar yet, I don't know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but he's seen as more of an actor, you know, like a Ryan Gosling, like. They're in they're in artsy films that like yeah. are about the acting, whereas Hugh Jackman's in you know he's in X Men. Even though he's an incredible yeah. actor, he's not real. I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm also kind of surprised that such a, such a nice Aussie 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 fucking Aussie, Aussie. Uh, fellow <laughs> can produce such rage.
0: Well, I mean, he he was preparing with Wolverine for years, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, but nothing in wolverine
1: is like anything yeah. like in this like in terms of just like the pure rage, just rage man. Yeah. Like, like
0: yeah i believe this a lot more than any performance he's given in wolverine like
1: yeah it's yeah he's he's really good man
0: uh,
1: mm. oh, He he's good at shouting
0: he's very good at shouting <laughs> well, there's an well amazing there's that amazing scene in the car where it's raining where like Hugh Jackman is like, why the fuck are you following me, Jake Gyllenhaal? And he just fucking loses it. And it's so intense and yep. just believable. Mm-hmm. It's great. And then one
1: other thing. Um, when he's by himself with Alex, um, when he's in the, the horrific torture, mm. um, the shower chamber, yep.
0: um,
1: he he's kind of just quiet by himself and he's got his hand on the, the lever to turn it on, and a tear a tear just yes, rolls yeah. down his cheek,
0: and he doesn't and end just... up doing it, does he?
1: Yeah, and it, he's just question he he's questioning whether he's gone too far, mm. and yeah,
0: <sighs> every everybody just early. does a fantastic job, but mainly Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman, they are
1: yeah, well yeah, incredible. they're they're on the they're on the poster, on not Exactly, so.
0: it is about those two. Yeah, for Hugh Jackman, it's a story about how far are you willing to go to save your daughter, and for Jake Gyllenhaal, it's a case of, you know how much does sticking to the rules actually kind of hinder it it's like which way is better almost and it just turns out yeah. that both ways do eventually get results
1: yeah i mean the 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 parallel can be drawn where um i know you said um like they're both just so dedicated and will do whatever mm. to yeah. like each of their causes yeah yeah and yeah that that does show
0: so yeah. I mean, yeah, I think we're, uh, I think we're running out of things to say, which uh, yeah, also
1: yeah. maybe running out of time. <laughs> yeah, we I can mean, go for however long, but it, yeah, I there's no fucking it's Getting on a bit, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, I mean, as I said, I knew that uh, I was very, I, I kind of had no ideas for this week, just because there was nothing big coming out uh i mean there's nothing big coming out anyway nowadays but um we didn't have like a big topic to go over that we thought about in the week like last week uh yeah. and then prisoners just uh i think we just spoke about it briefly um yeah i know i've I... mentioned it a lot of times in the past mm, yeah just, like,
1: it's i really like it and i just
0: thought well yeah fuck it like it you know I'm, I'm presuming a lot of people you know the people listening maybe haven't seen this film and i thought what a great way to one Tell people to fucking watch it, like, because it's amazing. And two, yeah. for people who have seen it, like, it's a real. I thought this would be a nice place for them to think, you know, think about what everything means in it, and just really just take it in. You know what I mean? Because it's really worth taking in this film. It's great. Yep. So Maybe. um, yeah, I think that's everything we have to say. I mean, I'm just thinking. I don't think there's anything we missed out. Like there may be slight things, but nothing of yeah. The major is, but we're yeah. just
1: we're just jumping about.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and also. Uh, it's it's getting later, yeah. So uh, we'll uh, we'll wrap this up before we just start rambling. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, So um, thanks very much for listening, guys. I um, I hope you either you know have now seen prisoners because of this uh, podcast and love it, or that um, listening to us love this film that um, you've seen before makes you maybe think about it in a different way and uh, appreciate it kind of more. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, thanks very much for listening guys. I um we'll be back next week and again not really sure what we're going to talk about cuz I did have uh oh it wouldn't have been next week it would have been the week after. I did have Cyberpunk planned to be talked about, but uh <laughs> we all know what happened there.
1: Yeah.
0: It's now delayed until December, which is annoying cuz December is the month where I have the most planned for this podcast cuz Brad will be back so we'll have a lot of things to do with both him and Chris. Yeah. Uh it's annoying Star that Wars. Cyberpunk comes out yeah, exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> I I should say, just to get, you know, if anyone cares, uh, to be excited, we're going to do okay. a... I I know you care, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you do. Uh, we're going to do a huge Star Wars episode with the four of us. We're going to, um, prior to uh, recording, we're going to watch Revenge of the Sith and get very drunk watching it, and then <laughs> uh, you'll have to prepare your ears, because for an hour afterwards, we'll just argue about Star Wars uh, drunkardly for an hour, because... That's all Star Wars fans do, is argue about Star Wars. So I thought it'd be funny (laughs) if we were drunk and, uh, yeah, you could have a good laugh along to us uh, shouting at each other. Um, But yeah, so leading up to that, I mean, I think we're going to start watching, after we did the Marvel episode, we were talking about how there's actually a lot of Marvel films we haven't actually seen in quite a while. Um, Yeah. So me, Chris and Joe are actually watching some week to week, so... Uh, I, if we end up having things to say about that, we'll maybe do a specific Marvel movie episode rather than just, you know, the elimination tournament. We might actually specifically talk about one of the films or a couple. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, and also, if you have any ideas of stuff that you want us to talk about, either, you know, leave them in the comments because this is also on YouTube, uh, yeah. or get in touch with us. We do have a Instagram that nobody follows. <laughs> uh, but and also, yeah,
1: m- most of you, if not maybe all at this point probably probably know us
0: yeah yeah exactly so, you probably you know. know us because we've referred it to you so i mean you can just tell us if there's anything you want us to talk about and if not yeah. we'll just talk about whatever um so yeah look forward to december when we actually have plans uh but until then yeah we'll just we'll just feel this out week to week we'll talk about different things yeah so yeah um as always uh you can listen to all these podcasts here on spotify or and or here on YouTube. Uh, They're all up on here, all three episodes. If you haven't listened to any of the previous ones, I'd highly encourage it, especially the episode two, because I feel like that's probably the best one we've done so far. It's quite a fun time. Uh, I also have, uh, well, if you're on YouTube, you know, I have a YouTube channel called Let's Talk About Some Shit, where my Umbrella Academy essay, uh, character analysis, I should say, is up right now, where I go really in-depth about Umbrella Academy. So check that out if you like Umbrella Academy or just video essays uh and yeah um look forward to whatever we're doing next week we'll uh yeah we'll decide <laughs>
1: we've we've just talked about some shit
0: we have indeed talked i feel like this has been the most talking shit episode we've ever done like I say talking about some shit, the film is not shit. The we film is not shit. we talked about some shit. We should... We, yeah. When we say shit, we just mean, like, general stuff. <laughs> stuff. Don't think the films are shit. They're not. They're great. <clears throat> Most of them are We will talk about some shitty films. Maybe we should do an episode on New Mutants, then. Maybe we should just talk about how fun mm. of an experience we had. I don't know if we could talk for an hour about it, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. We'll see. <laughs> we, we will indeed see. see. <laughs> uh, we are rambling, uh, so I will actually wrap this up now. Um... Thank you very much for listening, guys. And uh, I've been Dan. Uh,
1: I've been Joe. You have indeed you know, been Joe. That's
0: me. I didn't accidentally say your last name, which I did last week and had to edit it out. <laughs> and I did the first episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the very first intro we ever did. Yeah. You were just like, fucking shit. <laughs> Not that we're, we're trying God, to stay we're hidden. Rambling. We're rumbling,
1: <laughs> Bye. Okay, okay, bye, <laughs> oh, bye. <laughs>